Welcome back, guys, to another episode of AEW Dudes Podcast. This is where we're going to talk about the June 3rd episode of AEW Dynamite. How is it going, Mr. Ryan Tollefson? Going pretty good. How's it going with you there, Mr. Greg? It's going good. Just don't call me late for dinner. I already that, used that one. Just, can't do it again. I already used that. I used that joke last week. That, that one has been copyrighted and it will be infringed upon. Um, all, all right. right. So what did you, before overall, good, bad, ugly, what'd you think of the episode? Just start off like really general. I thought it was, I thought it was a solid episode. I didn't think it was as good as last week's, but last week was a yeah. really, really good episode. However, I did I, think it was solid. I did think it was solid. How about yeah. you? Yeah, same. I wasn't like totally impressed with it. I mean, well, okay. I didn't hate it, didn't love it, didn't. So it's kind of in the middle. But um, before we jump into the episode, I do want to make a show note. And that is that Ryan has officially started his uh, new AEW news show and rumors. So that's going to be released. We're trying to get it pinned down, but he literally released it yesterday. But if you want to check that out, every, every week, um, probably during the weekend, Saturday or Sunday, he's going to release an AEW news and rumors show, probably five to ten minutes long, depending upon how much news is in the in, in the week. And you can listen to that little snap snap bite of uh, what's going on with AEW. How did how did you like it? Real quick, of recording something like that. Did you? Yeah, enjoy I liked yourself? it. It was, it was it was my first time doing it. I'm going to try to obviously get it uh, put out no later than Saturday or Sunday. I really, like you said, I want to get it out. Um, over the weekend, but yeah, it was, it was a fun experience recording and I'd never done it by myself. So that was fun. No, you've definitely done it by yourself. <laughs> You're sick, dude. No, don't even joke. Like that. My nephew, can I see my nephew's listening to this podcast? I don't need him thinking those thoughts. <laughs> uh, All right. So Let's get into the episode, man. I, I, let me move. I can't even move. I have like so much equipment in my room I, and I'm trying to read my notes, but like see our camp, whatever. Anyways, you got let's get purple, into the you episode. Got purple lights and yeah, you're... purple lightings look like that guy on a NXT. Uh, what's his name? What's that guy? What? The dream. <laughs> what the guy dream? in NXT are you talking about? The dream. What's his name? Oh, Velveteen Dream. Yeah, Velveteen Dream looked like that. Okay, anyways, let's Velveteen get into the June third episode. <laughs> All right, go. all right. Um, it started off with you would think a blockbuster of a match, which was Hangman Adam Page versus and and Kenny Omega. So it was a tag team match versus Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. What did you um think of the match? And uh, why don't you give us a little synopsis of what went on? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a good match. It um, it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. The match, from what I saw, was probably around 24, 25 minutes long. It wasn't bad by any means. I just thought, I thought with these four guys, I thought that they would really just put on a five-star match. And it was just, I don't know, I'd probably give it three and a half stars. What would you have given it? What would your rating three be? Three and a half? I thought the it's funny because I, I watched the show after you. I watched it on demand. I think you watched it live because you already had your notes up and I was looking at the notes that you put in and you kind of like said it was just I, okay. I thought it was better than okay. So I think honestly, I think I feel like per your notes, I think you should give the score of like maybe like a three out of ten. But for me, I thought I would give it a three point five <laughs> out of ten. I'm sorry, not sorry, not three point five out of ten. Three point five out of five. 
Yeah, I was like, wow. Um, I was like, that is horrific. But I feel like I thought it was a little bit better of a match than you. I did like when uh, Penelope Ford interfered in the match. Uh, she got ended up getting kicked out, which is interesting, you know, seeing her get thrown out by the referee. Yeah, they've been um, throwing out then, managers left and right recently. Yeah, and then I know I wrote down the name of the match, but I I mean the name of the finishing move by um, – uh, Kenny and, and Paige. Do you remember the name of their finisher? I yes. I wrote it yes. down. It took, me, it took me a few weeks to remember it, but it is called The Last Call. Last Call. It's the last Call. Last, yeah, it's it a last call from the that. alcohol. <laughs> that, that is, but don't call me late for dinner. That's um. That was. Uh, I love that 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 uh, finisher. Obviously, Paige and Kenny did pull out the win, which was not surprising at all, right? Yeah, no. I think... I mean, their match with best friends, I'm assuming at Fighter Fest, will be really just incredible. Uh, I've been looking forward to it for months now. So, well, how about you? Have you really? Have you, You've been waiting for months. I've been patiently waiting for months. I've been, I've been so patient and really, I'm like a kid at Christmas time. What about, what about you? I mean, you got to be excited for this feud, though, right? I, hopefully, it's a feud and not, maybe it's just one match. Yeah. I, I'm so excited I can't stand up. <laughs> then you don't move. I'll I'll take it. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Next we had um, Brian Cage versus Sean Dean. Sean Dean's a jobber, right? I, I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't know him. yeah. It, and I actually had to I had to watch that match over again just to get his name because I didn't catch it the first time. I thought it was Lee Johnson again. I don't, but... <laughs> I don't honestly know if I love. Taz is his manager. It's not awful, but it kind of feels a little bit cheesy. Like when he, like his theme music, I forget what he says. Cage is the better, the better. What does he say? It just sounds, it seems oh, kind of yeah, cheesy. It's like, it's like you must unleash the cage. <laughs> yeah, it's you, kind of cheesy. Something, yeah. Like, yeah, something, something really awful like that. Yeah. But it's I do think, cheesy, I feel like Taz is a good mouthpiece though. So I think once, once Taz gets situated in that role, I think he will be significantly you know, I think he'll be better for sure. I don't know if um, I, I didn't, I've, I've seen Brian cage matches, but I haven't really in, in TNA or impact, whatever they call it now, but I don't remember him really talking a lot. So I don't know how good or bad he is on the mic. Do you have you, do you remember any of his mic work in TNA? No, I, no, I don't. I'm assuming, I'm assuming if they paired him with Taz right off the bat, then it can't be great. Right. Because, yeah, but you would say that about um, Lance Archer, and I've actually heard the opposite in some other wrestling shows and podcasts that I've listened to. They say that Lance Archer actually is really good on the mic, but yeah, he's you teamed can up with Jake the Snake. Well, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. I don't know that situation. I think it was more though. Okay, well, a will give Jake something to do, but also he's obviously a good mentor, you know, for Archer, and he can also be a good mouthpiece. But yeah, Archer's, you could just tell he's significantly better on the microphone than, you know, yeah. some of these other guys that have uh, managers, but. Right. Um, but anyways, um, Cage once again completely dominated the match. Uh, you have in your notes, quick match, Cage wins after hitting the drill claw. Yeah, that's, that's the name of his, uh, you know, pile driver type finisher. Sounds like what you want when you head into the uh, underground neighborhoods. Rare. <laughs> Yikes. Um, and then Taz cut a promo at the end talking about Mox, Moxley, John Moxley. 
uh, laughing last week, and then Mox came out and uh, cut a pretty good promo himself. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I I really liked this interaction between Taz and Moxley. The only thing is, is it seems to be I I don't know how you felt about it, but I felt like the more that the match was going on, or I mean, the more that that promo was going on, it didn't seem to be about with Moxley as much as it. It, it, excuse me. It, it seemed to be more between Moxley and Taz as opposed to Cage and Moxley. Does that make sense? So nothing you say makes sense, actually. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. I sure do try though. Can you see Renato? No, is he in the background? He's peeking his little turtle head out. See it? <laughs> <laughs> is he doing crunches over there? What is he doing? No, I had him on a side note, guys. You guys don't know who he is. He's the He's the little. He's actually a little person in LP. Um, <laughs> he actually. He, I do this fifteen-minute workout. I think I've sent you some photos and videos. It's like this hot little Asian girl lady, <clears throat> and uh, but it's a really good workout. It's like fifteen minutes, high intensity, and uh, he did it with me a couple of times. And he won't do it again. What's my point? <laughs> I don't even know why I'm telling you this. I don't know where I was going with that, but whatever. Anyways, um, <laughs> next we had the. Uh, here's a segue. Lance, uh, they. They cut into another promo, actually. Instead of going to another match, they cut into the Lance uh, Archer promo. Give us a little tidbit. Yeah, this this was a good promo. I didn't understand. I mean, they're obviously trying to make Lance Archer this mysterious kind of character, but he was literally in a what looked like almost a landfill attacking a wrestler. So it looked like Ray Phoenix, but I think it was someone else. Um, but... It, the the promo itself was really good. Like you said, Lance Archer is good on the microphone. Jake the Snake didn't say one word in this promo, and he didn't need to because Lance Archer got the point across that you know one one loss doesn't mean anything to him, and that he is there to destroy people. Uh, he had a quote in the in the promo saying, you know, he's not a quote spot monkey. He's there to be a monster. So, is that promo I thought got his message across, and I thought it was a very good promo. Yeah, he's he's really good. I'm excited for uh, what he brings. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what his next feud will be. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing I want to say about this whole show, and we'll get more into the show, but I, it was, it felt like there was like so many promotional videos. It felt like there was so many. I noticed that too. Promo, yeah. Like just promos themselves. Like there was a lot of promotion for like upcoming events and past events that have happened past matches past feuds i don't know if they didn't have a lot to 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 write about in terms of like they didn't weren't sure how to direct the show or they just wanted to build up more feuds and stuff like that which is great because i think you need shows like that where you do show off a lot of promo packages and you show off a lot of um just different things that connect the 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 the, the wrestlers together so that it feels more important did you, you you said you noticed the same thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I I that's that's funny that you brought that up. I I meant to mention. How come that. you're not laughing, even though it's so funny? I giggled a little. There was a oh, chuckle okay. there. Yeah, there was a chuckle or two. Um, no, I noticed that. Yeah, it was. Uh, I almost felt like it was a. You know how do they do those promotional shows like leading up to the pay per views? The, um, the road to you know whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love like. That. Yeah, it almost seemed like one of those with a few matches thrown in. That's why. That's honestly why I thought it wasn't as good as last week. Last week had some really quality wrestling. Where this week, it's not that the wrestling wasn't good. It was. It was just. Yeah, I agree with you. Way 
uh, way more promos and way more promotional spots than there was last week. But and, and it's, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't remind me of a WWE show where, like, when you watch WWE, like, they just, like, stand in the ring and talk and stuff like that. It's a lot of – at least when they did these video interviews, they were, like, in different locations. So I, I like that where they kind of changed that up a bit. Oh, I totally and, agree. And, and it's funny. So the last – so if – so there was a match, and then there was the Lance Archer promo, and then there was – oh, sorry. Then there was the – sorry, 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 sorry. So we had two matches. Then you had the Cage-Taz-Moxley um, promo. Then the next segment was a Lance Archer promo. And then after that, it was another promo with Private Party and Matt Hardy, which I liked. It was um, – what did you What did you think of that? Back, the Private Party. Yeah, I – you know, I really like them a lot. I they're another, you know, team in the tag team division that I want to see more on Dynamite consistently. But yeah, this promo I thought was good. Matt Hardy is interesting because this was just Matt Hardy as opposed to you know broken Matt Hardy, which it's interesting. They're just kind of I don't know if they're going to continue to you know just give us different versions of Matt Hardy. I like that they're doing that. Like they're going yeah. to the different versions, and I wanted to talk about that because they actually brought up some stuff that I thought would have been copyrighted from by by WWE, and they wouldn't be able Talking to say about that. his brother. That they said, well, that that's his real name, I believe. So that's not really that big a deal. But they did say the Hardy Boys. Um, they did say Team oh, Extreme. Yeah. They even did the movements where they're like, you know, they flap their arms and stuff like that. They did all of that. The private party I'm talking about did that right in front of Matt Hardy. And they did it, again, live on Dynamite. So I was kind of surprised that they were able to do that and not get in trouble. Because I know that Tony kind of listened to him on um, the podcast that they have, uh, which is their unrestricted podcast. And when he was on that, he was he was worried to say certain things about WWE because of copyright, and that's just a podcast. So it, that's what kind of surprised me about him or them being allowed to say all that stuff about the Hardy Boys. But overall, very cool segment. It, it was funny, and I liked that they uh, towards the end there when uh, Matt Hardy was walking back to wherever he was going, he ran into Sammy Guevara, and um, he's like. Basically said he, he said respect because Sammy Guevara was in a his little uh, what do you call those? They're not wheelchairs. Yeah, I was gonna say I have no idea right. what those things are called. They're, they're, they're not, not a crutches. scooter. They're right? like modern day crutches. Basically, it's like you know you put your knee up on the little yeah and wheel yourself around. Yeah, it's like a, it's like crutch crutch uh, wheelchairs, crutch chairs, <laughs> whatever you call Ooh. it. I don't know what you would call it. It's a crutch chair, crutch chair, crutch chair. <laughs> and then um, so again, we've gone through what three promos in a row. We're not done with our promos. It was a Cody promo video uh, after that as well. And that showed off. I think that's in order because I know I put this one myself, I believe. And my, or maybe you put (laughs) You put the TNT TNT titles ugly. (laughs) Dude, that TNT title is so fucking ugly. Well, supposedly they said a double or nothing. And they said, um, I, I don't know if they said last week, but they definitely mentioned a double or nothing a few times. That they're still supposed to add gold to it, so it's not done yet, dude. But it so does look. They don't. They should just. It oh. looks really generic. Like the TNT yeah. could, look, could look way better. It looks it to looks me. So it looks horny. It looks like something you'd buy in like one of those claw games, you know, oh, like yeah, at the, yeah, yeah. the supermarket, like you know, for, for a couple quarters. It just no it looks like it looks like cheap metal to me. So hopefully, if when they add the gold, it looks significantly better. Who knows? 
But right yeah. now, I agree. It, it's not so, looking the best. Ugly. And so, then uh, we're not done with promo videos. There's another one after this where they announced <laughs> it's the that, night of the promos. Yeah, they announced that Fighter Fest is going to be held uh, live on TNT. So you're not going to have to pay for it, which is nice. And you're not going to have to figure out where to watch it. So let me I'll say it real quick. You can watch it live. Uh, is that Wednesday, July 11th, July 1st? Really? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's actually, so it's two weeks. It's July 1st and July 8th. It's a two-night event, but it's spread over two weeks. July 1 and it's July It's an extravaganza. 4th. Extravaganza. But are you, um, I guess I'm not going to say you're excited about it because you're just going to say yes. It's pointless to me even ask you if you're excited. What, about Fighter Fest? Yeah, I mean, you're gonna say you're excited. Why wouldn't you say you're excited? I mean, it's interesting that they're you putting it on, on live TV. Of course, I'm excited about it. Yeah, come on. Yeah, of course you were. You're not excited about it. Uh, I can't stand up still. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> is Jr. still peeking around back there? He's no? like looking at you from a side view. He loves. He said he loves your haircut. Your haircut looks great. Looks like you're stuck from the '70s or the '80s. Thanks, I, I actually, the 80s. I did it myself. When did you start feathering your hair, though? I need a little juice in my mouth right now. My throat is getting dry. <laughs> a parched egg. Yeah, I definitely. I'm from Carmel, Indiana. <laughs> I definitely need a haircut. I definitely got the quarantine uh, growth going on. But you know what? I look at it like, why not save the money while I can, you know? You're making more money than you ever did on unemployment, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm not getting haircuts, I'm swimming in money. <laughs> All right. Next, we actually had a match. Why don't you tell us about what happened after? Uh, yeah, we finally we finally have a match. Um, Let me just look to my notes. Oh, sorry. I was skipping Cole. your notes. So, Cole. so this was Big Swole and uh, Nyla Rose, correct? Oh, oh, I thought it was the Colt. No, it was the Colt Cabana versus Chris. Oh, Jericho. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. I apologize. That right. match, they did the Colt Cabana Jericho match at like the 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Yes. No, 9 yes. PM. 9 PM. This match, honestly, I thought was was pretty good. Like I really liked this match. Um, Colt Cabana obviously is just he's been great for years. Him and Jericho, I thought would be. <laughs> don't make that. What do you mean? You've what, never you know, seen it. Colt Cabana. You've never seen a Colgan Banner match in your life. I mean, he was in WWE when CM Punk called him out in his face. I've seen a few Ring of Honor matches with him. Come on. <laughs> I I have an old VHS collection of Colgan Banner. Tell JR to take a walk somewhere. He's like, Jerry's like, I'm drink. I just want to like see your beard. Anyways, so Cole Cabana, let's talk about So you don't even tell. So Jericho won. No, yes. so sorry. No, know. I was talking. So anyway, Jericho, <clears throat> Jericho ends up winning. It's interesting, though. Cabana actually started out very strong in this match. He he started out with all the uh, offense. It wasn't until Jake Hager pushed him off the top rope and, and got involved in a few times that Jericho, you know, and then even then, Cabana was on the offensive, and then Jericho just hit him out of nowhere with the Judas effect and uh, picked up the win. He immediately grabs the microphone and calls out the baddest man, quote, the baddest man on the planet, which brings out uh, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, Very cool. comical uh, segment here. Pretty funny. What did you think? Yeah, I liked it when he put Jericho's hands in his in po his pockets, like so that yeah. it mimicked what Cassidy does. I thought that was pretty funny. And then Cassidy ended up escaping, and uh, the best friends like pulled him over the the railing. 
Um, the uh, one thing I, I wrote down is Colt got a, uh, why do I hear myself, Tolly? Oh, sorry. I don't, lower, you might have to lower your volume a little bit. But that's okay. They were professionals, right? Exactly. Better, better, better. So uh, Colt ended up getting a little cut on the mouth. That's what I ended up noticing. And that they don't, you don't, and you don't, because the reason I say this, because you don't see a lot of blood, if any, on WWE, or if they do, they cut it out. So it was nice to see some, a little bit of realism in the, uh, yeah. with the blood. I was actually surprised with that. Yeah. You, when was the last, I can't remember the last time we saw blood on, you know, WWE, like on, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Um, Big Swole versus Nyla Rose, which this was the, this is the first woman's match of the night, right? I think it was the only one, right? Yes. Yes. It was the only one. Um, they probably could have left this off the card and just given us a few more promos. No, I'm just kidding. It, it, it wasn't that bad, but it yeah. wasn't. I actually like Big Swole, and I thought this match would, would have been a little bit better. It just, I don't know. It just kind of fell flat to me. It wasn't, it never. I like, I, I, I only like some of the AEW themes, like wrestler themes. I think that's actually a weak part of their show is that the themes aren't that great. There's a few I, I like, but Big Swole, I actually like her theme. It's, it's it's like catchy, you know. Really, I actually I actually like most of the themes. Shocker here, this is something we oh, really? disagree on, but I like all the most mm, of the. Like, I don't like I don't like Dustin Rhodes's theme. I think it's boring. Um, I that is like that the one that I like. Marshall? I kind of it's okay. I like Cody's. I like the Young Bucks. I like Jericho's. Um, I like Rose? Orange Cassidy's. Lucha, you're big, bro. You're not a big rap guy. You're not a big rap guy, though. I guess I like, you know, maybe I like more than half, actually. I don't know. I just feel like I like more of the WWE Are NXT you, ones. Do you like Omegas? It's okay. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, leave it. I, th I thought they could have given him a little bit better of a theme, considering everybody else's themes are so awesome. I feel like his is just His friend. Of... Well, I, I think he likes it. His friend created that one for him, who's a musician. Yeah. No, and it's, they, yeah. He did a story on it. It's not bad, but like it takes a few seconds to kind of like realize it's him coming out. Like, you know, it's just not like super, a, it's not super catchy. Like, you know, what's needs, weird about him. He needs like, like Justin brother. Roberts at the beginning, like introducing him, like, you know, right off the bat because yeah. you don't know it's him until like 30 seconds until his, you know, song hits. I feel like Kenny Omega is like the, he was such a, again, I'm not a, I didn't watch a, a lot, if any, New Japan. I didn't follow him. I think when he, he was in, R I believe he was in ROH a little bit, but I didn't really follow his career. But I would always see that and hear in the wrestling news, like he's he's you know wrestler of the year. He's amazing. He's this and that. But I feel like, and I still think he's he can live up to that. I just feel like he hasn't, and they don't push him that way. He almost seems like a kind of like a mid carder to me, which is kind of weird because he's not. He's amazing, but yeah. I feel like in AEW he hasn't really lived up to what he should be. I think out of I, all the guys they brought. Brought in, Sorry, let me real quick. I think out of all the, the, the four major guys or the four or five major guys teams or that they have, I feel like Cody's really the guy. Cody and Jericho are the really ones that have like stood out and like they seem like the biggest. In the, and it's funny. Well, Jericho's not champ anymore, but like those two guys seem like the biggest stars that have and the best that have popped out so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. They those two, I would I would definitely agree with that. I mean, you know what's crazy though? I meant to tell you this. I have a friend who is Japanese and but he doesn't really watch wrestling at all. And I told him that, you know, we were doing this podcast and I asked him, I was like, 
you know, do you know any of these New Japan pro wrestler, you know, any of these guys from New Japan? And he was like, yeah, Kenny Omega. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was shocked that he like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, he's like a household name in Japan. And I'm like, you know, I mean, and I already knew that, but it was shocking <laughs> to me that he doesn't even watch wrestling and he knew who Kenny Omega was, you know what I mean? That I guess that's, I don't know. So it was a little surprising to me, but pretty cool though. Um, but yeah, I agree, I agree with you. He, I don't know if he's just okay with, being a mid card guy right now, but he he might be. He, he's been putting on great matches still, though. Yeah, he does. But I feel like he, I feel like kind of Daniel Bryan. If you think about it, he just like he's their workhorse, but he doesn't ask for a lot. And if they give him a title, then cool. But he doesn't really yeah. care, you know. Right, right, right. And speaking of promos and interviews, we have another one. Which again, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying is if I I probably sound like I'm bitter or upset, but I'm not. I thought yeah, it was. No. It, it, does sound, it does sound like that, but no, you're right. There's just a lot of promos on this on the show. Oh, you know what I want to talk about? So tell us about that that thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna search for something else while you do that. About uh oh, about which is this the, the, the promo? The yeah, promo. Is this the the the, the, the Baker promo. I thought it was FTR. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, I thought this was cool. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if this was shot in just like a room somewhere on the complex at. Daly's place, but it just looked kind of cool to have them interviewed. Like it almost looked like in like an office lobby, if you will. And it just, you know, I don't know. It made it seem a little bit more, I don't know. It was cool that they took it away from the ring, but made it genuine with Tony being obviously there. And yeah. then I, what I really liked about this promo was <clears throat> Butcher and Blade coming out of nowhere. Like you just don't, you don't see these kinds of promos in WWE, you know, no, what I mean? you know, it feels like, and it's funny because this is like old school. I'm not even talking about attitude era. I'm talking, um, 1980s WWE. They would do stuff like this. They do it in a studio yeah. setting. They do it. It was, it was just so much fun. And like, it seemed out of place. And then like they got to the attitude era and I feel like they haven't left it. Like still do the same kind of setup. You know, there's an interview in the beginning, then there's a match. Then the, like they, it's like, they haven't changed the format since the nineties late 90s and now it's but AEW is doing all this older stuff that used to be fun and it still is fun it's amazing because it feels fresh so I liked the FTR thing too they came off as stars I think you know and they and that's oh. what they're trying to be the one of the big things is is I, don't, I, I wasn't really totally listening to you but they were asking what uh, did you say what FTR stands for that did you mention that oh yeah no not yet they yeah so Tony was like the, the substance of yeah the actual substance of their promo so was, Tony Tony Shivani was like what is you know I thought FTR stand for and they bleep it out but he basically says fuck the yeah fuck at the, the end of the promo yeah at the end of the promo he's like doesn't it stand for yeah fuck the revival so yeah. that was that was cool um, but ultimately they don't give you an answer they just say free the revolution or follow the rules like corny stuff. So obviously you probably know it's fuck the revival and then, but yeah, it was really cool. Butcher and the blade came out out of nowhere, interrupted up the, uh, the, uh, the interview. And overall I thought everyone came off cool. It was in the people ran out of nowhere to, you know, make sure they both got separate, but both teams got separated and didn't fight this. I thought this was cool. And it, it obviously it set up a match for them to debut next week on dynamite, which I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that, but that is, they will be uh, debuting next week, which that's exciting. You know, those guys are just going to take the tag, an already good tag team division and just elevate it. I'm excited. Sure. 
I don't that, sound like it, but I'm excited. I know you are, <clears throat> which is what I love. I love your excitement. Last match of the night. This is the main event. We ended up being uh, Jungle Boy, who is Luke Perry's son, who's now rest in peace. Uh, took Jungle on Boy Jack. <clears throat> took Jungle on, Boy, as Jim Ross says, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Jungle Boy Jack Perry. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's old Jungle Boy Jack Perry right there. We met everybody. We met Jim Ross at yes, AW. Uh, very, very nice guy, by the way. He got anyone, JR, anyone who's got ever him. met him, he let is me a, him. Let me tell him the story before you keep yeah. cutting me off. Um, <laughs> we said, good. keep it up. Ryan, first of all, we're standing in the hotel lobby outside of the Double or Nothing uh, arena the night before the pay-per-view and we keep seeing all these wrestlers and different people and Tully's like, Oh, I don't, Tully, first of all, doesn't see anybody. And I keep calling people out and whatever. So <laughs> like I see Jim Ross. Like the, like the guy you said was from Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. There was, there was a dude that looked exactly was Daniel like Daniel Radcliffe. And I was Daniel like, that's Radcliffe. not Daniel Radcliffe. Oh my God. It looked exactly like him. But anyways, we ended up seeing Jim Ross. I'm like, JR or whatever I call him. Jim Ross. I think I said, JR, JR, can I get a photo? And he's like, yeah, it'll make it quick, make it quick. And thank God I already had my, my camera ready. I got a nice photo of us. Yeah, I would not have been ready for sure. We would have lost for sure. If yeah, I was so if you want to see that photo, look on Instagram at Greggles TV, G-R-E-G-G-L-E-S TV. And uh, it's in one of my photos. But anyways, we're going to get an AEW dude's Instagram, perhaps. So we can yeah. maybe put those what, on there. So you can not run that too and not post stuff on <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you can put no, no photos I'm so busy. I'm watching television shows and napping. I don't even know. If <laughs> this quarantine's got me tired. Okay, yeah, dude. All right, main event: Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Cody for the TNT Championship. It was a, I wouldn't say excellent. It was a very good match. No, I would say excellent for sure. You, I put, I put four out of five stars this match. That's I was not a, excellent. Excellent is basically perfect. It yeah, very, yeah, very good, very good. Well, but. I mean, this this match, I mean, I guess it's what you would expect, right? For for the TNT title main event, these two guys. Well, it's cool that they put a little um what's the little rub on the TNT championship making it the main event of the show, which was that's rub it, rub it, rub it up. Rub it, rub the rub. Uh very good match, great spot through the table for both. Uh Cody was obviously going to pull out the win. I didn't I it, it would have been surprised if he won the title and lost it already. I feel like it being such a good match and obviously it being Cody and he quote unquote, can't ever fight for the, the world championship. I think at this point that he's probably going to keep this title for a while to really, again, put a little rub on there. A dry <laughs> rub. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think I was thinking, man, that's crazy. We always think the same things. I feel like when we're watching dynamite, because I, I, when I was watching, when I was watching this match, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, Cody will probably have a long, you know, title reign, he'll probably challenge everybody under the sun for that title. But it, uh, I don't know. He's, he is that guy though, that is just consistently besides Omega, he just consistently puts on good matches. So it's mm -hmm. smart for them to put, keep that title on him and make that title relevant so that it's defended every week. That's one thing that WWE, you could, you know, obviously argue they, they just don't, they're not putting titles on the line every week. And that's one thing that AEW, they, you know, they're obviously going the old school route of, okay, well, it's a TV title, basically. You can call it TNT, you can call it whatever you want, but it's a TV title that's being defended every week. So it's it's good for the show. and uh, It's good for the goose, yeah. good, good, good for the gander. Good for the goose, good for the gander. 
So I wanted to talk about, we usually don't talk about this because I always forget. And we're actually doing this show a day after the, the live event because you fell asleep, but <laughs> let's be honest, but I wanted to talk about the ratings real quick. So those have already come out. A, then this is AEW dynamite versus WWE NXT, whatever you want to call it. But uh, AEW dynamite had 730,000 viewers and that was down 11% versus last week versus WWE NXT, which got 715,000 viewers. And that was down just 2%. But overall, um, AEW did pull out the win again uh, in ratings. I think they've only lost three times or something like that. Um, they were 27th place in the 18 to 34 demo. WWE was 45th place. But uh, overall, again, AEW won, but not by a lot. I didn't watch. I don't watch NXT ever. Do you watch it? I sometimes when in AEW's on commercial, I'll, you know, flip over for a few seconds. I know, right? The the Wednesday Night Wars. That's what they're for. No, that but honestly, I every once in a while I flip over. Most of the time, I forget. <laughs> so, yeah. at so, least NXT of the three shows, NXT is probably the best. Oh, followed yeah. by SmackDown. Yeah. Raw has just been unwatchable but we won't we won't get into that um yeah. i actually wanted to ask you greg i don't know how you feel about this i was thinking this the other day we could do a segment here where every week we pick a what we would think would be the mvp of that week's show so whoever you thought stood yeah. out so it could be a tag team it could be yeah it's know, a, a singles wrestler just who who do you think won the week for dynamite I'll let you go first. This week, <clears throat> I was going to go with – last week I would say Jericho. This week I want to go with Orange Cassidy, but I have to go with Cody for, for, the, for the win in the main event. I would go probably, honestly, with um, – let me just look to the notes real quick. I think I would go with – I think I'd go with Jungle Boy. He came off strong. He still he still keeps losing the big match, but I you feel like he's almost there. Yeah. I guess I'd go with Jungle Boy. But yeah, Cody's a, a great pick. That's a good choice, though. I like that. All it's right. A great, it's a great choice. But anyways, guys, that is the episode for this week. We'll be back next week again for AEW Dynamite. Any last words, Ryan? Nope. I hope everybody has a good week, and we will talk to you next week. Or I will talk to you guys with the news this weekend. All right, guys. See you in the next one. Make sure you subscribe if you're not already. If you want to email us, aewdudes at gmail.com. We'll see you in the next one. <laughs>